0: So my chance to do Scheme disappeared when the Java deal started brewing. But there was still a chance to do a, a companion language to Java because Java was a compiled, is a compiled language. Mm-hmm. It's evolved and improved qu- quite a lot since then too, but it was for sort of serious advanced programmers that cost a certain salary or hourly rate. And <laughs> people observed, Bill, Bill Joy observed, and, and I, yeah. Mark Andreessen and I observed that in a mature stack like Microsoft, you really benefit from having a scripting language like Visual Basic. Mm-hmm which became Visual Basic Script in IE3, but didn't take, on, didn't take over uh, and kill JavaScript, that you need two languages. One is for the component writers who are higher price and more expert, and the other is for uh, scripters, certified public accountants, uh, designers, graphic designers with some programming inclination, anybody, mm-hmm. amateurs, doesn't matter, there's a much more demotic uh, approach there for programming the components together, gluing them together, I came into Netscape to work on the server side for a month, but I was, I was thinking the whole time, what should this language be like? Should it be easy to use? Might its syntax even be more like natural language, like um, HyperTalk, which is Bill Atkinson's language in HyperCard? Uh, and I thought, well, I'd like to do that, but my management is saying, make it look like Java. <laughs> which looks like C
1: from a distance. What yeah. does that mean? Is it braces? We're talking about visually? Does I yeah. mean like uh, what, what, management? Do they understand what they don't? Marketing didn't
0: body? know, but but management did. Like Rick Shell, the VP of engineering, knew. And we had a plan even that, that was, if you have this companion language, you're going to glue things together between Java and JavaScript. So you're going to have commerce in memory, in the heap with data oh, types. So you're going to want some of the data types in Java to reflect into JavaScript, you're gonna want the primitive types that Java unfortunately separated from objects. So at least some of them, number, dou- double, let's call it in Java's terms, from the C term for double precision, floating point um, or strings or Booleans um, and objects. And so right away there was this constraint that looking like Java meant Kind of a C curly brace syntax, but also some of the data types and objects. Like objects and so on, yeah, and all that kind g- of stuff. Thought it called, Comparison operator, garbage the collection, of, yeah, all that garbage stuff. Garbage yeah. Uh, even the bitwise operators and the shift operators, including the unsigned right shift, which Java had because it didn't have unsigned integer types. It's, it said if you want to do unsigned operations, use an operator. And that turned out to be important much later. I'll, I'll tell that story five I time. But um, JavaScript inherited a set of uh, operators, the expression grammar, a statement grammar up to a point from Java, but I wanted a functional language. I wanted Scheme, a little bit of Scheme, even though it wasn't as clean as Scheme. I wanted- so you
1: had a love, sorry to interrupt, you had a love for Scheme and Lisp, that that that, that functional language landscape. Yes, game.
0: I wanted first class functions because I, I saw the need for callbacks in the browser where it's a single-threaded program. Wow. All the early browsers were single-threaded and it's the right model for users. Most users weren't ready for mutual exclusion and yeah. threading. so. In a single threaded world, you you cannot block the user interface, so you have to use a callback and run later. And the without getting too fancy and trying to capture the continuation like call cc does in Scheme, I thought I'll just make it easy to have fun arcs, first class functions you pass you know downward and it can call back can be called back. Um, and Java didn't have that at the time. It, it had it took forever to get proper first class functions, uh, lambdas now into into Java. Java seven or eight, I think. It did have concurrency, right?
1: From yes. from From the very beginning, but you you were thinking that the a JavaScript in the browser would not have the luxury of being concurrent.
0: That's right, and the reason was Java was going to run in a plugins, so it could fork threads and go go to town. But the main action in the browser was in the single threaded program, in the single Unix process on on Unix or Windows. Uh, And it was where you had to service the event loop and then go, you know, do things. Respond to the network, lay out some HTML, render it, turn, you know, widths into heights by filling containers, boxes, uh, the early, what became the CSS box model. uh, And run scripts to, you know, make the thing livelier, respond to user input. Uh, And all that event-driven programming was in part like HyperCard because HyperCard had this on event name syntax. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you have in JavaScript on click run together Mm -hmm. as the name of the event handler. Um, And there's some funny ones, on mouse over and on mouse out. People (laughs) still complain about those. But you know, um, there are many more events now over the years standardized, but it was a mix of event-driven single-threaded programming because it had to run in the main thread of the browser where the action is. And Java never got there, which meant Java could not interact easily or quickly or in a nested way with the document, with the objects reflected mm-hmm. from the HTML document, with the tables and forms and so on. And that, that is one of the reasons I think JavaScript survived and Java kind of died. Java was in this plugin prison. It essentially mm-hmm. was confined to a rectangle, the applet rectangle.